Okay, welcome back to CBS Sports Radio. I am Vince Quinn, and you might not know this, but it's the Super Bowl today. And so joining us to talk about it is an NFL writer from CBS Sports. Jordan Dejani is back on the show. Jordan, what's going on, man? Yo, what's going on, Vince Quinn? I, I didn't know we were talking about the Super Bowl. I thought we were breaking down stocks or something tonight, but I guess we can talk <laughs> a little bit of football uh, tonight if you'd like to. Uh, f- uh, first, give me your take on Dodgecoin. That's the most important conversation that everybody wants to know. Yeah, uh, I'm getting pretty wealthy right now. When I say wealthy, I mean relatively. But I got in early on the on the Doge coin, and so did my friends. So we're going to continue to watch that. And I've been pretty vocal about that stock and how viable it is on my Twitter profile. So check that out. Uh, not not really a experienced in stocks, but I did get in on that, and I'm kind of excited just to watch what happens. Yeah, he he's going to the moon, and so make sure you follow Jordan as he goes to the moon now. <laughs> Getting getting to the Super Bowl itself, like in a tip. Obviously, you're working the Super Bowl this year, but like the the general experience of the Super Bowl. What do you enjoy most about Super Bowl Sunday? Oh man, that's a great question because I mean it's the NFL championship game, so every big play feels even bigger in the matchup. Uh, the other thing I really like about it is prop bets. You know, I, I bet on every NFL Sunday, but you get some kind of crazy props out there that are really fun to place money on when it comes to Super Bowl Sunday. And then I always kind of enjoy the very end of the game when you get to see the players celebrate and you kind of get to sit back, you know, as a journalist or a reporter or whatever you are in media, as a radio guy for yourself, like, and kind of just sit back and see the season conclude and see players really happy for what they were able to accomplish. So I would say those three things are probably my favorites about Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, and and so you're spending all this time now, the past couple of weeks, you've just been writing obsessively, um, trying to get all these different stories out covering the game. Like, what's the most interesting or exciting thing thing about this game for you at this point oh man i could break everything down i mean i wrote an article about the players that both that played for both the buccaneers and chiefs during their lifetimes i ranked all 14 position groups one to 14 and i've done everything but in terms of the game itself uh you know there's a couple of matchups i'm really intrigued by i obviously the chiefs offensive weapons are so explosive they had such a, a big game against the buccaneers in week 12 when they went when they walked away with that 27 24 victory i want to see how carlton davis and that group of quarterbacks can rebound try to hold tyree kill and travis kelsey and check the other thing i have a close eye on is obviously the chiefs are missing their two starting off at the tackles and this tampa bay pass rush has been pretty dominant as of late so that's going to be another interesting matchup to watch if the buccaneers do win i think that the pass rush jason pierre paul and shaq barrett are going to play a large part in that putting pressure on patrick mahomes so that he doesn't have the time to you know escape the pocket and make that home run throw down the field so man there's so much to break down with this game these are two very talented teams you we obviously have the patrick mahomes tom brady storyline it should be a close game and i'm excited for it Okay, and so doing, you know, thousands upon thousands of articles and countless hours and sleepless nights of covering the game and breaking it down in every which way imaginable at this point, who do you think is going to win? Yeah, so my lean right now is towards the Kansas City Chiefs, and it really always has been. Um, It's just so hard for me to bet against this team. They have been pretty poor to bet on when it comes to covering the spread. The Chiefs have not been great if you're a gambling man in terms of covering the spread, but I'm picking the money line. I'll take the Chiefs straight up. And the X factor for me making that decision has simply been how explosive 
Kansas City's weapons have been as of late. Now, of course, like I mentioned, we know that Tyree Kill had a career game against the Buccaneers secondary in Week 12. Kelsey had over 80 yards receiving. But what's scary is that this dynamic duo has been on absolute fire in the NFL playoffs. I mean, they just became the first duo in NFL history to have two games of over 100 yards receiving. That's NFL history right there. We know how talented these guys are, but it says something that they're playing on the top of their game heading into the championship game. So that's kind of the X factor to me. I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. I know Tom Brady's going to make it a close game. I know that he's bringing some expertise and some motivation to that to that Buccaneers team on both sides of the ball. But it's it just it's hard to out talent the Chiefs. They don't lose very often, and that's why I'm leaning towards Kansas City. All right, so we're talking with uh, Jordan Dejani, an NFL writer for CBS Sports. And so, Jordan, on top of this, because obviously you have the Super Bowl, but it's been a particularly busy night because you have so many other things going on within the NFL, right? Like, so you have the Hall of Fame announcement, you get all of the awards um, for the players in the league currently. I want to ask you about the Hall of Fame first off, because you look at the class here for the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, Drew Pearson, Alan Fatica, Bill Nunn, John Lynch, Tom Flores. That's a full list. And and for all those guys, is there anybody that particularly stands out to you that you're happy to see in the Hall of Fame, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, obviously Peyton Manning. I'm a graduate of the University of Tennessee, so that was kind of special. But we all knew Peyton Manning was going to get in. And Charles Woodson is absolutely incredible. You love to see Drew Pearson get in as well. But the one guy that kind of stuck out to me was uh, Calvin Johnson. Um, He was a guy that a lot of us were kind of discussing early on just at CBS. You know, would he kind of be a first ballot? Would Would he be a guy that gets in this year? And I was always saying, yeah, I think so. I mean, when he, he didn't play very long, but when he did, he absolutely took over the league. He took over games every week. So I was excited to see him get in. I was excited to see that a short career doesn't harm your resume, no matter how great it is. So excited to see Megatron uh, represent the Detroit Lions in the, in the Hall of Fame. All right, now, can I run a take by you? I want to run a take by you related to this now because uh, I've been thinking about Calvin Johnson, right? So Calvin's going into the Hall of Fame. It should be. He's a great player. But you look at Matthew Stafford, right, and there's all this argument about Stafford and the numbers he's putting up, and is he a Hall of Famer someday? We're going through that conversation with Phillip Rivers. I think that's going to happen with wide receivers where we have, like, guys that put up good numbers, but they're not exactly Hall of Fame guys, but they're passing Hall of Famers all the time. You know what I mean? Like, do you you think we get to that point with wide receiver? Yeah, I do, especially with how the game is going now. You know, there's a lot of wide receivers who are putting up incredible numbers, numbers that really haven't been seen uh, consistently over the past few years. So it's kind of a new game, and we're seeing a lot of, you know, legitimate star wide receivers. And I, I imagine that a lot of them, you know, let's say like Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, a bunch of these young guys who have potential to be really consistent stars throughout the rest of their career. I would imagine that we just have a bounty of wide receivers to choose from. And it's hard to say if, you know, if there's a real Calvin Johnson that just steps up and takes over a game and has 270 yards receiving and stuff like that. So I would agree with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not as privy to knowledge on the Hall of Fame, but just kind of trying to forecast the future in terms of what position groups we could be looking at. With how offenses are changing, it seems like there's going to be a lot of wide receivers who probably deserve to be in, but there's a lot of their counterparts who are playing well as well. So we're talking with Jordan Dejani of CBSSports.com, NFL writer over there. And, uh, Jordan, let me ask you this. This is the last question I got for you because I know you're a busy man, and I, I want to let you continue churning out the, the content, baby. Um, so <laughs> let's uh, let's ask you about this, right? With, with all the different awards that came out tonight throughout the, you know, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, all that good stuff, Kevin Stefanski got the Coach of the Year. Was that the guy that should have won the award? 
I'm going to say yes, because the Browns, like, have struggled so hard in finding a head coach that is successful. And, uh, you know, it says so much about Kevin Stefanski for him to come into a situation and find a, a, a what really was kind of an unprecedented level of success for a rookie head coach in Cleveland, especially over the past decade or so. I mean, I went, they went 11-5. and five. They got their first postseason first. Uh, it, it's it's incredible what he's been able to do. And I, another thing that kind of speaks to his talent is that he was finally able to rally the troops, right? I mean, there's been a lot. Of, for the past few years, it seems like the Browns have always had talent on paper, but no one's been able to win with them. So it seems like Kevin Stefanski was finally the guy to come in and get production out of these talented pieces that the Browns have been trying to acquire for years now. So, I mean, you could make an argument for several other different coaches, but I am, I am excited that Kevin Stefanski got it. I thought he was the favorite to win it, and my vote would have been for him as well. All right. Well, there it is. Jordan Dejani, NFL writer for CBS Sports. Jordan, thanks so much, man. All right. You're the man, Vince. Thank you.